0: What time is it? What time is, it's it? 2 what time is it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys. I am KC. I am here with Hendrix. We Thanks. are two awkward ass millennials and i'm welcoming you guys to the 2am podcast what up hi what it do it's the people's champ i'm thinking i'm messing up this verse though wait what it's like oh what it do paul wall I'm the people's champ whatever what up though shit i'm from detroit it was good
1: no disrespect, still tipping like that. That's that's not. Well,
0: I was fucking the verse so I decided to just.
1: I, I appreciate
0: that. I just revert. I just decided to revert back to my um top five songs of all the time. My Detroitness. <laughs> Are you serious? No. I'm about to be mad. Like, nah, boy, you know. tripping?
1: Not at all. But no. In-
0: international Players Anthem is one of the best songs ever.
1: Well, you should have did that verse. At least you know the words to that.
0: Shit, barely. Which one?
1: Oh, okay. Anyways, what's going on, guys?
0: Yeah, what's going on, people? So, I hope you guys had a good week last week, and I also hope that you had a good weekend doing ratchet shit with your family. I don't know what it was like in other places, but it was hot as fuck all week. Um,
1: hot and humid. Definitely. Hot and
0: humid, and we're in Michigan, so I'm assuming that if you're somewhere else where it's already hot, that it was scorching, and I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that, actually, but you know,
1: yeah. Whatever. You know, sorry guys, we didn't get to you a little bit earlier, but... Yeah, chaos ensue, man.
0: I just, I just, um, now, don't even do that. Because, like, I was talking to somebody on Twitter, and I was just like, you don't no, have I mean, to... No, I
1: mean, no, I know, cause, but I'm Cause just That's like, when you
0: say it, you draw attention to it. It's just like, no, you. it's just, yeah. it is what it is. Like, life happens. Everyone has life happening to them. So I agree is, with
1: that. Just trying to be polite. You, you don't know, have to be polite. People, people be, be badgering you, and be like, oh, where's the episode? I already checked out. Hey, refresh, like, ten times. I don't see it. And they'll see it, up. when you
0: see it, will be up, that's what to, say, to say, like, yeah. oh, okay, it's posted, I mean, like, you will see it, like, so no, I don't, I don't agree, I mean, what's up, hi, right. it's a new week, um, how are you doing, Hendrix, what's good? Um,
1: I am one step closer to the edge, and I'm about to break.
0: Is that like a Lincoln Park lyric yeah. or something? Okay, cool, hmm. Um
1: How are you, Casey? I'm
0: good, you know, chilling and whatever, dancing and emphasizing my usual bit, you know.
1: Dancing just um,
0: mm-hmm. doing life, honestly. Mm-hmm. Or life is doing me right now, but doing life, life most is of the time.
1: Fucking the shit out of me right now.
0: But you know, whatever, shit happens. You keep pushing forward and you just, you know, let it, you know what I'm saying? Put some dirt in it, shit. And keep it pushing.
1: Put it in rice.
0: Or put it in where I like put some dirt in it, but that's personally one of my favorite lines from um, *She's the Man*, which is me and my best friend Courtney's favorite movie. Oh, okay. So check that out. That was before Amanda we went crazy. That was a good movie. That was funny. It was really funny. But anyways, um, like I said, I hope you guys are doing well. And as always, we're helping you get through the blues. Your weekly blues. Every fucking day is trash out here. (laughs) (laughs) And we're just hoping you, you know, be better. You know, get a hold on things. Come on,
1: man. We gotta gotta turn it. Maybe when you think about... I'm turning it up. (laughs) I'm
0: saying, you know. Maybe you think about, like, you know what? My life is fucked. And it's like, you know what? I'm not as Fucked up is them So now I feel better About myself And at the end of the day It's all rainbows And butterflies (laughs) And shit Good happy shit What else is happy Rainbows Butterflies Cockroaches Whatever you like um, yeah, to bring money positivity money. to your life. Bananas, vegetables. Okay, whatever. Not me, though. That's it. <laughs> um, anyways, We want to get the show started. Hendrix, what's up? What's, what's going on? What was taking place last week? A whole bunch of bullshit.
1: Um, yeah, you know, last week I asked for mess, and I got that tenfold this week. It is, uh, you know, just so, so much other, other type shit. First off, I want to call Michael Vick to the carpet. Sir, shut the fuck up. Yeah, why is he talking? So, you know, Michael Vick, Notorious, he was the Allen Iverson of Football, you know, he had the braids, he wore the flashy jewelry, he had tattoos, you know, he was flamboyant and everything. And, you know, now he has to the, the nerve now that he's old and retired, and you know,
0: oh, he's retired. Yeah. Didn't he go to jail for wrestling with them dogs?
1: Yeah, he went to jail because he was a dog fighting um, master. Was the head of Fight Club? His property was used to <laughs> dog fight. Are we gonna say that, <laughs> but you know, now he's trying to tell you know Colin Kaepernick like, oh yeah, you Bobby know, he's, and Black. Like, just cut your hair and they'll they'll accept you. That's not how fuck this works that.
0: historically. Like, <laughs> like, fuck that. That's not how you you know you don't do those things to get more accepted. Trust me, it really doesn't work. Like, it doesn't matter how um will you put yourself out to be. Like, people are just still gonna be like, what? I and mean, Hope said still nigga.
1: I'm, I'm not I'm not changing shit about me.
0: But honestly, it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like on, on the. In the grand scheme of things, we like to believe that like, if you present yourself one way, you know, people perceive you differently. But it's like he would talk to me all the time, and it's just like, oh, like you're so different, whatever. As far as like other, I guess, black people would tell me that, but it's just like at the end of the day, in front of um, a racist member of the majority, I'm still just a nigga to them. Like, how's that? I don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying.
1: And at the end of the day, like, don't compromise yourself to be accepted by a certain group of people. Like, be who you are. People should be able. You. People
0: should accept you for who right. you are, and if they don't, that problem is on them, not you at all. Right. So if keep it pushing, fuck, you, fuck everybody. Them. Keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? Be yourself, undeniably so. My big needs shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Because it was fucking black people defending him when he was like, oh, this is some dog wrestling. Because you don't, um, dog wrestling. Why well, I keep saying Why that? that dog say fighting. Um, because, like, oh, it's so many football players. Like, I guess this is actually gonna, this is, well, for me, this is a the theme of most of the stories that we have for this week. But I feel like we don't know how to separate, like, people's artistry or whatever or with their, or their talent or whatever with their, the things that they do that we enjoy from their their personal lives so it was just like people were like oh yeah well people already didn't like Mike Big professionally because it was like okay he's extra I'm like so it was easy to be like oh you dog fighting ass animal no. and like you know what I'm saying because you know they love animals and so mm-hmm. it was just like you're a horrible fucking person. You're trash. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So it was easy to throw him under the bus. Same with Colin Kaepernick. It's like, okay, well, he's not that great. And I mean, he is black and he is pro black and we don't like that shit. So it's easy to throw him under the bus. But then you have the major big stars that are, have these horrible, like accounts on them and stuff like that with like abuse or rape or all these different things that we, we just look past because we enjoy what they do. So it's, it's just like if you're on the outside you're going to stay on the outside and if you're saying, if, if your talent or race or whatever overshadows that then it's going to continuously overshadow it and that ha- it has been going on Forever I mean and that's all mm-hmm. people That's not just white people That yeah. is also black people Because black people do it With R. Kelly And they also do it With Chris Brown And all that stuff like that
1: I mean I've always been Of the opinion that You know I look at people As characters The people that you see On TV or Listen to in music Are characters Like real life They're probably trash Nine times out of ten Like my favorite Basketball player My favorite boxer Favorite wrestler, um, favorite rapper, like, they're all trash, like, in real life. I
0: don't know, like, I'm torn. Like, I mean, I, I, most of the time, I can separate. Like, most of the time, I do, I think, separate from the, your personal life, from your, like, whatever from what the, your artistry i'm pretty good at separating it most of the time yeah. like i'm not gonna lie i still listen to chris brown like you know what i'm saying like privacy i love that fucking song i still listen to him. i'm not like a uber fan i don't buy his albums like you want to be real like that i'm not like super supportive oh my god i want chris brown like let's get married because i know he hit bitches but i'm <laughs> saying like um So that's just real life to me. So it's just like, I like your music. I don't think that has anything to do with you as a person for me. Yeah. Like, if I, I you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to meet you. I'm not trying to go to your meet and greet. I'm not trying to hang out with you and befriend you because I know you're a trash ass person. And so, like, it really just ultimately depends on the situation so like I separate most of the time um I'm trying only time I don't separate um it's kind of like what I was saying earlier with the whole like if you don't have anything good to offer like Alicia Keys I don't like her she don't have no talent. So, it's easy not to like her because she a homeworking, trashy-ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, so, on earlier, top of her, being She's an
1: excellent piano player. That has
0: nothing to do with me. Do I look like I'm listening to Beethoven? <laughs> okay. Like I said, don't she's a trash-ass, she like dirty-ass, homeworking ass cunt bitch. So... <laughs> It's easy for me not to fuck with her because she also has no music that I care to listen to. So, it's easy for me to ignore that. Chris Brown is just like, okay, he makes good music. Still a horrible man. He makes good music. I don't really listen to R. Kelly like that because, I mean, I was born after eighty so it's just like I don't have to really do that battle too much I mean like I listen to the same girl ironically um, but besides that like that like he hasn't really made no music for my generation in quite a minute the name of love? no because I was under 40 when that song came out <laughs> so no I mean, um, everybody
1: supposedly loved that that shit was trash to me that, I hated that, that, shit. that shit but I mean
0: yeah like I just wasn't about that life. but yeah so like I mean in a general sense I feel like it really depends. If you if you like their artistry, it's easy for you to look past it. If you don't, then you like, mm, I don't know, like all them pl- football players and athletes. Like, people love Floyd. Well, I actually hate Floyd Mayweather. He's annoying as fuck. But um, people love him, and they ignore the fact that he's been be- beating bitches up forever. Like, people ignore that. Like, oh, my God, he ain't undefeated. He's a champ. I want him to win. It's like, this nigga is a woman beater. Or what's the other guy? The other guy like, historically controversial as far as, like, his personal life. Is it Woody? Woody
1: i about Willie Allen. Yes. That yeah. motherfucker. Trash. Did he like
0: marry his daughter or something? Like, just yeah. crazy shit. So, it's just like, if you like, like, you're not going to stop, you know what I'm saying, fucking or watching or whatever, everything that he's associated with because you don't care. Like, you really don't. So, I mean, I'm not...
1: Well, we can transition. Yeah, we could definitely to, transition because uh, I say it. Re,
0: re, re, I feel like this relates to most of the stories from this week. So yeah, let's this, just this keep is a the
1: general theme. Um, I don't know. I think that that might be a, a good. Um, I think I got the title. Um, so <laughs> a, a allegedly, um R. Kelly is holding females captive. You know, and I mean, the details is so messy and convoluted that. I really there don't. There we go
0: with that word again. We need like a little ding every time he said it or something. Like, uh, you know, there we go.
1: It's a bevy of information. That out. one too.
0: We need a word counter. <laughs> this motherfucker.
1: You know, essentially, that. Write
0: a book. <laughs> Span <laughs> vocabulary.
1: No, a talking. book, man. Um, there's a lot of details. Like you know, her parents say that he's you know holding a chick captive, and her best friend has been posting like shit on Instagram for like the last three years. That's like, what? come back, like you know, you don't need to be with him. And I want, I miss my friend. I want my friend back. And you know, last time I seen her was at like graduation and shit like that. So I mean, it's a lot of. <sighs> it's a lot of. I mean, but are you fucking surprised? Okay. I mean, okay. Are you like, surprised? We
0: talked about this a little bit before the show, and I feel like this is where I am with the whole thing.
1: <laughs> are you surprised, bro? Does
0: he have a history yes. of liking younger women? Yes, he married Leah she was four. Um,
1: four and a half.
0: Just <laughs> he married Leah she was four years old. Somebody <laughs> actually pointed it out on social media that in the back of, I think it was, I don't know if that was the name of the album or the single for Agent At the a Number. This this nigga was, like, in the back, like, a creep nigga. And it's just, like, yeah. that's creepy. I didn't notice that until, like, a couple days ago. And so, like, yes. Does he have a history of that? And who knows how old that girl was? He was peeing all. I think she was 14. So I was like, does he have a history of, like, fucking with younger women and, like, you know, being kind of molesty and attraction to the younger First girls? Step, wait, Absolutely. Wait,
1: hold on. Hold on. Man, I'm calling everybody to the carpet about this.
0: Is that your new shit too? No, I that I'm today. sorry. That's just stuck in my head
1: for some reason. But uh, this man rebranded himself as the fucking Pied Piper of R and B. Pied fucking Piper. You know the creepy old nigga that lured young children to his house with music by playing music. Yeah, he re- he branded himself as that, and y'all just went to fuck along with. It. Like, oh yeah, that's cool. No, it's not. It's fucking molesting.
0: I mean, and I'm not like I said.
1: That's very. Uh, yeah, that's, like yeah. I
0: did hear about that. I was younger when that happened. Like, what well, shit? When did the fucking hotel come out? Was that fucking him and um, like, oh boy, alone fucking Cassie a long time ago. Because I remember he was like, "It's the potty pipe," you know kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, I didn't know what that meant at the time because I would feel like I was like really young. But not
1: to exclude his history with immature and B two K as well.
0: I mean, like I said, he has a history of it. Yes, this particular case is not as cut and dry because it's all like hearsay at the moment. So it's just like you have her family, which that's the thing I'm gonna take um a little bit from Hendrix and say like it's kinda is convoluted in this way. Because it's just kinda like um, you also have to think about the money thing. Because at the end of the day, it's easy to, her. as far yeah. as her parents, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, I'm very realistic and stuff like that. Just like all these men are trying to take money. People try to <laughs> do, yeah. spew these scandals and stuff all the time because you make money off of it. Yeah. You can settle and up. you can do all this stuff like that. It's a come up. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, you know, our daughter is fucking this old ass man. And dated him And you know what I'm saying So he took our baby And he already has a history of molesting young girls So what are we going to do We're going to spin this narrative in our favor I'm not saying that that's what's happening But it's definitely a possibility And I'm not ignoring that fact Like I like to this think of just, Especially because nothing that's cut and dry in this situation Because yeah. I think I saw a video of her Like I'm 21 or some shit like that And I can do whatever the fuck I want to do Now even Which if she's 18, true. 19, 20 or 21 All of those are in in this country the legal age of consent so as far as I can start in this particular case it's hard to say but if we're talking on the general sense of who the fuck R. Kelly is R. Kelly does like young girls no one's ignoring that I'm not ignoring it at all I'm just saying with this particular situation it's just kind of like I'm just kind of a taking it back and it's just like why are everybody like going hard on it again because it's nothing new we all knew this and everyone cho- chose to ignore it
1: I mean I guess it's not I mean t- in today's sensitive as Society. Yeah no that is true we everybody yes. is
0: more sensitive and yeah. i also feel like He's not it's easier now, he's not really popping as far as music goes and So
1: he's expendable.
0: He's exactly so he's more expendable. He's like, not oh I'm not, I don't listen to R. Kelly and I don't do this and this right.
1: You're not waiting for that R. Kelly album.
0: Like you're not. I, I definitely still have I'll Never Leave and I also still have uh elsewhere from like one of his last albums on my phone at this point. Am I about to go through my shit and like find it and delete it? No, because I'm just it's just that's just too <laughs> much. Like I already got it on my phone, big fella. The support already happened. Like I can't take it away. It's not gonna take away the <laughs> fucking stream. Like chill. Like, like people just do too much for me. Like do, is, is he a fucked up human being? Should he probably be jailed? Is it fucked up? Yes, we know that. It's a lot of fucking people that's fucked up. Now I, I'm not excusing it in any way. I'm just saying like the reality is it. This has been the case. It has not. Nothing has changed. And I feel like this is not personally. To get all riled up With no clear idea of what's going on This situation where it's like Oh my god let's all just attack Pitchforks and fire And chase after this motherfucker Cause it's just like We already knew Yeah, Like you, you, you literally already knew It's the same way I feel When like conservatives complain about Trump You already knew You supported him anyway You know what I'm saying Like you already knew So like, he told you He told you when he was sitting In the back of that fucking Aaliyah cover Creeping That he was looking at y'all little Girls, And I definitely, I heard a point, and somebody was saying, like, our um, community is full with R. Kelly's. Like, how many times did you, when no, you were in definitely. high school, and you know somebody, like one of your classmates was getting picked up by um, a,
1: a grown-ass a, grown man? I think I talked about that And before. honestly,
0: I've experienced that before. Like, I mean, I was younger, and it's like, at that time, you just kind of don't know any better. And especially, like, at that time in your life, like, where it's just kind of like... Not even to be seen as cool, but it's just like somebody like, has something that you don't even think of. Cause like in reality, I definitely skipped school with a 23 year old guy. I was 17, I think it was my senior year, but it was like, he was 23 and he came pick picked me up. We went to like the movies in the mall and it was like, oh, that's cool. Was that probably like super rape culture i I'm sure, because he was 23. So it's like, in my mind now as a grown ass woman, I can look back at it and like, something was wrong with that nigga where he thought like he had to hang out with me. You know what I'm saying? Did he have like a little shooter and he worked at Taco Bell and he was 23 years old. So it's just like, mm, like you ain't got all your marbles. You know what I'm saying? And you want to deal with me. I'm 17. You come pick me up so I can skip school and though like we can hang out. Yeah, Luckily, was... I wasn't fucky when I was younger. So it's not like I was like riding around and getting it. But... <laughs> But, like, we did, like, go and hang out. It was kind of, like, very, like, oh, yeah, I'll take you to the mall. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking 17. I want to go to, like, Claire's. You little girl. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of, like, that kind of thing where (laughs) it's, like, it definitely is, like, common in certain communities for us to be, like, oh, the older guy or whatever you want to, like,
1: you know what I'm saying? I remember being, like.
0: I'm more creeped out by older guys now, and I'm grown. Like, I'm sorry, ball sag, and I just don't have time that
1: personally yeah I definitely remember chicks being picked up from like high school by like 25 year old niggas that worked at Chrysler and shit like that like, that's
0: creepy as fuck
1: spending the night like oh yeah I'm about to go to my, my nigga house for the weekend what parents did like
0: they have cause I couldn't do shit when I was younger that's why I had to skip school <laughs>
1: Well, if you... and it
0: was one day and I was so scared the whole time
1: you couldn't enjoy your movie and, uh... no
0: and my, my fucking popcorn is sweet as fish like I feel like <laughs> I was a, I was very much very I even mature very slow because I was like so I was very sheltered and I had my mm, controversially the comment I'm about to make I had my dad in my life so,
1: well, yeah. Um, I mean, that's not that's not controversial. Because I feel it's like, you stu- know. Like, studies have shown that makes a difference.
0: But I'm just saying. But, yeah, so, I mean, so, yeah, the whole R. Kelly thing.
1: <laughs> Speaking of having daddies in your life, Khloe Kardashian, your dad's free.
0: Oh, here you go. Oh, yeah, O.J.
1: O.J. Simpson. I'm not
0: black. I'm O.J. Passed okay.
1: his parole hearing, and he.
0: Did he kill somebody or something again?
1: No, the second time he was just trying to get his. Uh, memorabilia. Somebody took some memorabilia from him and he went to rob them of his shit back. And he went to jail for that? Yeah, yeah. shit. he been in jail for a, a good... I
0: know. I remember him going to jail. I thought he killed somebody else.
1: No. I mean, but if you get off for killing somebody and you do some other shit, they're sending you to jail, okay?
0: Oh, okay. So
1: even strange. though he didn't deserve to go to jail... <laughs> He was going it was to was like, we got him. your
0: ass again, motherfucker. Exactly. You're going down. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, you know, just be on the lookout. OJ is loose. The juice is loose again. You know.
0: Yeah, so hide your knives and hide your wives. Exactly. That's all we're saying.
1: Speaking of hide your wives, Usher. Oh, God. USTD. um <clears throat>
0: <Hot> ass, man.
1: <laughs> um, Usher has been...
0: Allegedly, Or has it been confirmed?
1: I mean, the lawsuit is a real lawsuit. So he's being hit with a $1.1 $1. $1. $1 million lawsuit by one of his ex-wife's bridesmaids claiming that he infected her with herpes.
0: I just find this story a little far-fetched for me.
1: Why do you find it far-fetched?
0: Because... First of all, this is a he was married a very long time ago. Like they're divorced, so it's just like unless she's saying that they was fucking recently.
1: Um, no, I don't I don't believe it was recently. Like this is
0: old. So then so like at this point it's just like, bitch, how you know how you contracted this?
1: Mm, like mean, you know, that's one of those things that comes and goes. So
0: But I'm saying though, I'm just saying like how would you just know that you got it from him specifically?
1: It's actually been sued By a second woman Oh For 10 million dollars Jesus For the same thing Yeah
0: But you know It's kind of like Oh you know Something happened And everybody come out Like oh I did You did this too Wait
1: wait wait wait. Careful Careful What We don't want to get Talk about William And now open that whole box And shit Bill, we don't, want to, we don't want to open that whole box. But, you know that's everybody's quickest defense about Bill Cosby. How oh, all these women coming out the world? Well, I'm not. I'm not that person. I'm like sorry. That. you
0: were just a rapist. Even you rape one <laughs> bitch, or you rape fifty, you still a rapist. I mean, just like if he affected one bitch with her before, he affected twenty, he's still a nasty ass nigga. Like, I mean. I really honestly don't know. I mean, like I said, this to me is touch and go because it's like, it's just so many things with like, I don't know, I feel like I know a lot because I took human sexuality classes in college and shit. But I feel like from what I remember about it, um, I feel like it can be dormant in you. If I'm not mistaken, you could carry it and not... Okay, so... Like you can get it and not have symptoms. So it's like, you don't know when the fuck you got it.
1: Yeah, well, allegedly the suit claimed it he was diagnosed in 2009 or 2010, which is around the time that he broke up with his first wife, Tamika Foster.
0: Maybe she get the
1: settlement was actually from 2012 for the stylist that he infected. But now it's just all kinds how of they, shit.
0: How they get his diagnosed? <laughs> like doctor-patient confidentiality or something?
1: No, not in that regard. If you if you have an STD, you have to tell. Like you can actually go to jail for. Not, I didn't know it. I, I knew it
0: was like AIDS because it kills you. I didn't know that with that, yeah. I'm like, because like that's not yeah. deadly. I don't believe
1: and they said the second woman. What? Wait, I should just married again. He got married again.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they said the second woman ain't. they had sex in um April and then they had sex again in May. And then she found out she had herpes. They didn't use protection, and she found out she had herpes. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. Just you know. Protect yourself, man. Be out here just slanging meat or. I read an article meat. not
0: so long ago that they was is coming up with a cure though. I think so. Hopefully everyone gets it. All of um the Usher's cure people, yeah. Oh, okay. Not, <laughs> oh my god, it's just so fucking silly.
1: I'm just saying hold, the cure. Okay. I
0: saw like this <laughs> journal and like I think it was like 2000, the end of 2016, that they was running like working on something to actually get it taken care of so that would be great for usher and all these people involved maybe in time to get this lawsuit throughout who knows
1: probably not but well, it, i mean i'm wishful just thinking
0: wishful thinking if they get it together everyone can just be nice and clean again
1: and more alleged news kevin hart was caught in the back seat with a um Female, that's not his wife.
0: I mean, who's really surprised by that?
1: And I don't know. It's it's kind of weird because it's kind of like water under the bridge. It's like, yeah, they just moved on. Like he well, made this little statement, like, yeah, you know, you don't you don't believe everything that you see. And
0: yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. niggas been saying that forever. I guess in since it's like
1: she in the kitchen, barefoot and pregnant. Yeah, you know, guys,
0: cheat You know. And then if you have money, they're even more likely to cheat. Somebody's going to get offended by this. I don't care because it's facts. If you have your shit together, you're more likely to be a trifling ass nigga because at that point you can have any woman you want. And, I mean, shit, broke niggas street. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just Mm -hmm. really no... And so, I feel like if you have money, you're more likely to do whatever the fuck you want to because you feel like you out here riding around and getting it. And you can do whatever the fuck you want. Anybody's lucky to have you. I know guys like that, so I know it's the thing. Um, I'm not surprised. He probably is cheating on her. And on top of that, women are also conditioned to never leave. And I mean? Like, she has been with him for I don't know how long. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if those reports are true, but when he was still married, he was already fucking with her. So, I mean, he was cheating on his wife before. Like, he's a cheater. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like some things don't really change. It's
1: a cheater, always a cheater, fucker.
0: Some things just don't change. Like, if you, would, if you were a guy and... Because I feel like so many people are so common. It's so easy to victim blame a situation. Like, they like, well, what did she do to make herself get cheated on? And it's just like, that has yeah, nothing not, to do with somebody else's free will ever. It's, it's so, it's just like, that's dumb. I want people to stop doing that. That's dumb. Stop victim blaming. But, um, yeah, like, so he is just... A trash ass person he's a cheater that's what he does he is clearly one of those people that i you know i want something different or you know i want a sample platter i don't want to choose appetizer like he just wants whatever the fuck he wants and it also is very common for women to choose to stay so i don't i'm not blindsided by oh we're posting these videos as if i'm happy and shit i see happy couples on facebook every day getting their ass beat or getting fucked or whatever fucked around on all the time and it's just like oh I think I posted a meme like that on Instagram not too long ago like oh y'all so cute your little boyfriend getting cheated on the shit like y'all so cute like because you really don't know it's so many people out here like posting the cute pictures and like people want to be like oh goals or whatever you don't know what the fuck is going on behind closed doors or who is fucking who or who getting over on who and I'm not surprised because women are known to stay that's what they do and especially you got money it's just like okay I can go be a single mother or I I can just stay where the money's at mm-hmm. and I'm, i know that's fucked up and probably not the feminist idea but let's just be fucking realistic here mm-hmm. like i don't be like oh why would you do that and it's just like because at the end of the day i don't care how much you march you're not changing nobody's self-esteem self-worth or how much they want or care about money and finances and being Secure. Yeah,
1: you're addicted to the lifestyle. So exactly. You take, so, it's you like if I'm, I got
0: these and I want to keep them. I got these rare bottoms and I want to keep them. I got these. Well, no, she not black. So, I'm about to say bundles, but she don't need none. So, it's just like... <laughs> She got the nice cars and the big house, and yeah. she, you know. what I'm saying all this stuff like that, so it's like, why would I want to leave all of this? That like, can
1: bad come with a couple? You know what side I'm saying bitches. at
0: like, least like when he de- exactly for shit for real. So when he right. decided he want to ride around and get it, at least I'm saying comfortable in this handmade, crafted sheets and bedspread. <laughs> so I mean, I I just I I'm not blinded a picture. It's like oh it didn't happen. No, I mean she just decided to stay, and that's what women do historically speaking. So I mean, whatever. Keep it pushing.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's the bulk of the messy shit. You have anything?
0: Um, no, I don't even know if anything. No, I, that's all I have. Mm-hmm. I feel like all of those. Well, Kevin Hart, he could um, add to the little footnotes from 444 no. now because he a on that. Well, he been a triflin' ass nigga, but you know.
1: No, that was Chris Rock and Anthony Anderson. Mm-hmm, they were yeah. okay.
0: He could be on there too now, though. Yeah, he should be. <laughs> but I probably would not. I think those people were remorseful, so that's why he's not on there.
1: Oh well, yeah. He's- <laughs> Look, comed- no people
0: were moving forward. He's not moving forward. He's still a trash I've ass watched,
1: nigga. <laughs> I've watched so many documentaries, like on Richard Pryor and shit. And comedians are just trash ass people in general. And they most well, they I mean, they don't they don't, they don't know how to sustain relationships and shit. You can go to Mike Epps. People
0: don't know. Like, people like, in Cat general Williams don't know and and how, how to like sustain that. relationships, though. Especially men. They don't want to. They have no desire to. All
1: right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. What's on your mind?
0: trash ass people know
1: I'm joking. so you about?
0: <laughs> um honestly nothing. I'm still obsessed with scissor. Um I know. Y'all getting tired of me talking about it. I understand. I'm tired of me too. But between her, literally her, and SZA, I, my life is consumed and very full. I need to, um...
1: She's actually made me like them.
0: She I love them, so, them much. so much. It's just so much love. Um, really just, like, a lot of shopping. A lot of, like, getting my life together. And, like, oh, just so crazy. Moving is the worst thing ever in life. Don't ever do it. Um, So, yeah. I mean, really just life. Honestly, that's a lot of, bu- like, fucking life happening to me. And so, I'm just, like, trying to, like, a hold of my parents and everything like that I know like as always like you know I know I'm gonna do this later in the show but just like I feel like it's very important to do what you have to do for yourself mentally to stay in a good place and like you know as far as like oh I need a mental health day or I need to like recover or relax or just like clear my head it is really important to have those moments I'm in that kind of Point right now in my life where I'm just like going through a lot, and I just feel like that's where I'm at, as far as like just trying to get in a really good and positive space again because I'm just not there and and I know I, I like I wanted intentionally to focus on mental health and not stray away from it because it's very common too so that's why I'm just making that point to say that that sometimes you really do need that time for you to just like marinate on shit and Absolutely. to make sure that you're okay so beyond everything else just make sure you okay mentally and internally and make sure you're doing good and that you keep pushing um but beyond that um the whole vegetarian thing is going great I am like three weeks three weeks almost four weeks into no meat Um Still scared to have it Feel like I'm gonna get sick Um But it's not going good Um I
1: need to incorporate that Before we go on our trip though What Incorporate meat a little bit I
0: might Um I probably will But we, like uh I Don't, don't eat at Popeye's If you're vegetarian <laughs> Because I uh went to Popeye's on some let me grab some shit real quick and I got some red beans and rice and I got some green beans and it was meat in both of them I was extremely depressed on the other side Subway and Jimmy John's have really good vegetarian subs so if you like that kind of thing as far as like grabbing a quick bite um and Mexican is a really good like outing it's really easy to eat vegetarian Mexican food so um check that out too Um, but I know, actually maybe I'll save that for my grandma Gears actually Um, so anyways, Hendricks, what's going on with you?
1: Um, yeah, as far as the mental health thingy, you know, it, it would be a joy to, you know, just take this nice little mental health day today. day but, you know, adulting, bills shit like that, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do and I think that's that's a, a lot of people's, like, that's why a lot of people like snap and shit is because you are in this fragile mental state but you have to do what you have to do, like, you have to keep pushing and then people just snap, like, they lose it. And I say that to say, um, this week we lost I lost somebody that was very influential in my upbringing, um, the lead singer of Linkin Park. Oh yeah, uh, why
0: didn't
1: we talk about that? No, because I was, I was, I was oh, going okay. to give it the mine. Um, lead singer of Linkin Park, Chester Bennington, he committed suicide this week. Very unfortunate. Very young man. Very talented man. And it's it's just weird because you feel like you know these people who who've helped you get through a lot of stuff in your life. You don't understand they're actually dealing with stuff as well. Oh, absolutely. So you had this, you know, this rock star that couldn't deal with his own demons. Like, he just wanted to be free of his demons. And, you know, it's it's weird because I just remember being this weird-ass little black boy that nobody really got. But, you know, listening to music like Linkin Park and, you know, similar artists like that, it was kind of freeing because... They spoke on a lot of things that we as, like, you know, weird teenagers went through, you know what I'm saying? Not being accepted, not being able to just be okay with shit that was going on in your life. Like, you know, sometimes you actually have to address your issues in order to get through it like you know what i'm saying the first step is admitting that you have a problem so that is why we always stress so bad that you know what i'm saying find somebody to talk to you know what i'm saying please take care of your mental health please it's not this you know unicorn that don't fucking exist no this is a real issue that people go through every day so you know you might be that that saving grace in somebody's life so big shout out to Chester. Tough, tough, tough loss. I had a mini little concert the other day that was very liberating and freeing. So that's all that's on my mind this week.
0: Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Okay, well.
1: Nobody emailed us.
0: No, so but if you want to you can definitely send any good questions comments or concerns to ask 2 podcast at gmail.com let us answer your questions or respond to your comments a lot on the show and um, again that email is as 2 podcast at gmail.com and that is the number two
1: everybody except for Chris
0: don't do him like that <laughs> anyway so the topic for this week we're going to move into the LL segment so now the topic for this week is something it was actually a question that was posed on Facebook um, that I I saw maybe a couple weeks ago and i found it extremely interesting um i know we have us personally me and hendrix have had very different res- um experiences with this particular topic but i'm gonna read um part of this post um so that you guys have like kind of like a premise for what exactly the question is so the question says um, do you agree that families, specifically moms, dads, or primary guardians, are much harder on the females than the males? For example, guys, you can get away with long-term joblessness, skipping out on college to pursue your music career without working to support it. You can even borrow money from all the women who love you and care for you. No biggie. However, women are secretly expected to achieve total life success by a certain age. We're expected to find a husband, work, go to school, have kids, etc. No matter what. Now, don't take offense, folks. I'm just trying to understand. Okay. So, is there an innate soft spot for men? Mm. Or is this theory completely, um, completely just incorrect? I'm gonna talk first in the re. I usually don't. I like to immediately divert to Hendrix or whatever. But in this particular case, that one was close. I know. In this particular <laughs> case, I want to hear his response. So I'm going to respond first.
1: Okay, let me pay attention to
0: this. The reason I want to respond first is because I want to actually be able to hear you and not think about what I want to say and actually be able to respond to what you say after. So, okay, in the general sense, let's just start. The floor is yours. (sighs) Yes. This is not a theory. This is a fact. This is a hard, hard hardcore fact that men, and I don't know if this is common among cults. I don't know if this is like... Um, Intersectional or whatever Like I don't know if this is just like black families Or like is this everybody in general Honestly I have heard that this is definitely Intersectional and it takes place in multiple cultures Across the board Um, Men are coddled Men are coddled in my family And um, Mm. To an extreme degree Mm. To a very Very extreme degree in my family So like I Am the youngest and the only Girl of three children Um, and probably, um, the least likely to ever need any help. So like, okay. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a family dynamic where I was the youngest and only girl. I'm a daddy's girl. I'm very close to my dad. A lot of people from the outside looking at, we grew up in a very traditional middle-class family. I had my mom and my dad. My dad was the breadwinner. He worked and my mom was unable to work. And as a direct correlation to that, she was a housewife um not by choice but she just couldn't work. And so um I grew up very traditionally. With that being said, my mom was close to my brothers. Like it was kind of very just very stereotypical and it's like I was mm-hmm. a daddy's girl and they were mama's boys. Right. And so um I was close to my dad. So, like, with my dad being the breadwinner, I can't, instead of like turning out as a princess, I turned into him. Like, so, like, I feel like you can go two ways when people consider you spoiled. Because my whole life, I was told that I was spoiled. I don't, I don't like that word personally, because I don't think that I was necessarily spoiled. It's just that my dad was in a position to provide his family. You were sheltered. I was very sheltered, but I'm saying like, my dad was in a position to provide his family. With the things that we wanted as well as i mean things that we needed as well as things that we wanted as well at a young age, I had experiences, and I had things you know what I'm saying we went I know people who have never been you know never traveled we went out we we went on summer vacations every year as a family, we did very like a very traditional we had a very traditional life right. and so like um, I feel like when you have things like that and you grow up with things. You could be. You can go one or two ways. You can become entitled, or you can see the work behind it. So that's the thing. Like I was close to my dad, and I got everything I wanted, but I also saw him going to work every day. Yeah, I saw him doing whatever the fuck he had to do. Like if we wanted something really expensive Christmas time, instead of his eight-hour shift, he's working twelves. You know what I'm saying? Because he knows that he likes to spend. You know, upwards amount of dollars on each of us every Christmas. So it's just like I saw the work that was behind it. I sat with my dad when he sat there and paid bills, and like with his. You know, took an assessment. I dreaded to sit there and pay bills with a headache and took care of his business as a man but also just as him being responsible and whereas I could have went one way with it like oh this is what men are supposed to do I just went like this is how you as an adult take care of yourself take care of business and be in charge of your life. And this is how you take care, provide, and be, like, a legit fucking person. So, like, I was always under my dad. Like, I wanted to, like, help him with the artwork. And I wanted to pay bills. And I wanted to do this. And so, like, my life kind of progressed like that. I'm not saying this because my brothers was around my mom more. But I think it's just, like, the way men are coddled. My younger brother, not, the young, my youngest brother, rather. He's not younger than me. My younger brother started having kids at 17. As a woman, I was required, as my brother went out, I was in high school, my brother would go out, like a regular regular person, have fun with his friends, and I was required to babysit his child. I was a senior in high school, and I wanted to go out. My dad was like, no, I need somebody to watch Aaron. And I'm like, but, you know, Chris just left. <laughs> and he's just like, right, but Chris is grown. He's a grown man. <laughs> I can't control what he does. I'm just like, but he lives here like I do. Like, we, mm-hmm. all, we all live here. Like, so it's just like, why am I respo- you know, responsible to watch his child while he goes out and have fun and potentially make more?
1: Yeah. And it's just kind of
0: like, it was one of the Yeah. Well, at that time, potentially, <laughs> but definitely at least eight times over. So it was just like, yes. Why was I, you know, in a position to do that? And it was just like, that's the kind of fucked up shit. That That's one of the prime examples of what the kind of thing, what I thought about when I heard, when I read this question. is like, definitely, I was, I was gender roles specifically required to babysit my brother's son. I had no kids. I had nothing. I was a regular senior in high school. Instead of going out with my friends and being and enjoying my teenage years, I was forced to take on responsibility that my brother created for himself because of his <clears throat> irresponsibility. So it's just like those are also things. When I went I went off to college, my brother did not. One of my brothers did. Um, he's very fucking intelligent. Um, but like but my brother that had the kids did not go to college. He worked, you know what I'm saying? And it was. It took a while for him to get, like, get his life on whatever to, on track or whatever. And then when it wasn't on track, it just wasn't. And like no one really said anything. Like it just like nothing was like ever. It no expectations were ever put on his life. I'm no. only gonna use, I'm only gonna talk about one of my brothers in reference to this because me and him are two totally different extremes, and it's a juxtaposition between us. So like <laughs> he's four years older than me. Um, he has several kids right now. He still is in a position where he like my dad for money. He just moved out of the state. But before then, he was completely dependent on my, on my father. He was living in our tra- childhood home or trash in our childhood home, whatever way you want to look at it. And um completely dependent on my dad. So it's like he was living rent free. He wasn't paying any bills. He was just existing and completely like asked my dad for whatever. I, as four years older than my brother, would never ask my dad for anything. First of all, because I know he has so many people in his pocket. And so many people like, begging him for stuff. But also because, like, I... And I think... I don't know if it has a lot to do with my relationship with him as well. What you learn? Yeah. Also what... Excuse me. Also from what I've learned. But also, I feel like I don't know if it has anything to do with my relationship with him as well. Like, I'm close to him. And so, like, I want to be that piece. Like, I know my my dad... Like, when he gets a call from one of my brothers, like, okay, what's wrong? Or what do you need? And I like the fact that he can, like, answer from like, oh, hi, Munchkin. Like, how are you? Like, what's going on? Because he's, no, I'm calling him just to talk to him. And I'm not calling him because I want something. Yeah. And I like that we have that relationship and stuff like that. And also, because this is how I was raised. So, like I said, my brother and I go to college. He worked and he lived at home. And he did, a, I think he did eventually move out at one point for like a couple of years. He came back and stuff like that. I have not lived with my dad since I was 18 years old. I moved, I went away to college, I went to college for four years, I had an apartment, I graduated, I came home, and then I moved out into my own apartment, I got a real job, I became a productive member of society, I earned my own coins, and I continue to progress through my life like that. If I ever need anything, I'm sure my dad would help me. Like, if I got to, like, rock fucking bottom where I was like, I lost my job, I was unemployed, and I needed help like that, I'm sure he would help me. I know he would for a fact. But mm-hmm. the difference is I wouldn't even want to ask him. I literally would not want to be that stressed on him because he has so many things to worry about. He don't have to worry about me. He has to worry about my brothers. You know what I'm saying so it's just like I like that I can be that at least if he has to think, okay, like I know I don't know what's going on with them but I know much can straight I appreciate that so from my experience and related to the question because I feel like I've drifted a little bit I just feel like it definitely is the case all these expectations was put on me in my life like I knew like with my grades like from a very young age like um I know this is actually a fact of knowing your kids though because we did have different achievement levels but a it was good just like, yeah
1: do you think those expectations were Replaced on you, or do you think you place those expectations on they you? They were
0: placed on me. Like, I feel like some things are like, <sighs> some things are like instilled in you. So mm-hmm. like I feel like it were instilled in me. Like it was never, it was never um, the, the discussion of like, if am I going to go to college? It was like, where are you going to college? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it was never like, are you going to go to school? And what are you going to major in? It's like, oh, you're going to school. What are you majoring in? And it was like even with, as far as like grades. Like I brought home A's and B's consistently throughout my whole entire um, career as a student. Um, but it was easy for me to go like with my dad to parent teacher conference, and like my brother was failing classes or got yeah, Cs and Ds, and like that was acceptable for him. But it was not if I would have brought home a C, and D, I would have been in trouble or in punishment. But it was like well, those like okay, well you know that's Chris, you know what I'm saying. So it's just like the expectations for me were always higher. Mm. They were always it was always a different level. Like I said, I was expected to go to college. You know what I'm saying? Like even even pr- prime example. This year on April Fool's Day, my stepmama played a joke on my dad and told him I was pregnant. I am about to be 27 years old. First of all, I am not fucking pregnant and I'm, yeah, fuck all of that. So, um, she played a joke on my dad at twenty, almost 27, I'll be 27 next month. She played my daughter and told him I was pregnant on April Fool's Day. My dad called my phone four times <laughs> in a course of, like, 30 minutes. And so I finally called him back. I'm like, Daddy, what's up? And I'm like, are you pregnant? Is that why you're trying to move into a house? And i I was like, fuck no, Dad. Like, you know how I feel about marriage and kids. Like, I would never have a kid outside of marriage. And, like, fuck no. Like, I would just never do it. Like, I was like, no. I'm like, no. You know, fuck no. And so it's crazy because he called me like that, like, at 27, like, are you pregnant? Like, it was like the worst thing ever in the world. My brother has eight kids. He had his first at 17. You see what I'm saying? Like, that, mm-hmm. that expectation that. is just like, oh, you better not ever in fucking life. Versus it being like, oh, well, you know, that's just what Chris do. You know, boys will be boys kind of thing that that. So from my life experiences, this is absolutely and positively true. It has been something placed on me that was not placed on males and I see it very commonly especially with like a lot of like males young black males and i think it also might be why it's so fucked up like why a lot of guys are so fucked up in fucked up position because they've been coddled their whole life and it's just like you have to be forced in a lot of ways to like learn responsibility especially if you don't want to right. to learn responsibility to learn how to take care of yourself to be a startup, to take care of your business to be a productive member of society because i feel like some people are people like oh you know i've been working my whole life but like, well, where have that gotten you though you know what i'm saying pew, pew. So I'm just, I'm just saying like, you have to want to take that step forward. Pew, pew. Pew. And pew, pew. that's just the reality, I guess, is what I'm saying. Pew, pew. Like, shut up. Pew, pew. I mean, I'm not, try- I'm not taking shots, but I'm just saying in the general sense, you have a juxtaposition of like, teach people's situations. Like, I know people, did you say I'm taking shots. Mm-hmm. Not you. Now people in the grand scheme of things, they'd be like, okay, I worked my whole life. Like I've been working since I was 12 or I've been working since I was 13 or whatever but they're, like, living at home with their mom, and they've been working, like, at fucking Quiznos. That's where my brother worked at. When he was working at Quiznos <laughs> or whatever, and, like, working what? these, like, random ass, um... You're
1: just burying the fuck out of it. You. What? You're just burying the fuck out of your brother.
0: Sorry. <laughs> I know he don't listen, so I can do this. That's what... <laughs> but anyway, it's like, so, like, um...
1: Wait, don't she listen?
0: I don't think so. I believe believe um, Working, like, these petty-ass jobs or whatever, and never really doing anything so it's just like people are, it's like people are so quick, quick to point that and you put that in your face so it's like for me it's like oh well you know you didn't have to work and you had everything given to you and they kind of want to make you feel bad because like you had real parents or whatever whatever so like <laughs> it's just a juxtaposition to that and it's just like right you've been working your whole life and where has that gotten you because I obviously learned one of us learned responsibility and one of us didn't so you having 15 fucking jobs your whole life didn't teach you how to take care of yourself. Didn't teach you how to be aggressive, productive member of society and, you know, be in charge of your own life and your own destiny. Because I know, okay, never mind. You told me to stop talking about my brother. But I'm just saying, like, it didn't make any difference. So it's like, are we really, you know what I'm saying? Like, those situations definitely shape and mold you in a lot of different ways. So it was like, yeah, like, I have one real job on my resume. But I also would... I told my dad I would sleep under the fucking overpass on the freeway before I moved back in his house. Because that's how prideful I Amen. am. And that's also <laughs> how much I don't want him to worry about me. Like, I feel like you get to... I'm very traditional in the sense that eventually you get to the point where you can do stuff for your parents. Yeah. You know, you—they're not supposed to completely. De- you're not supposed to depend on them your whole life. You want to actually be able to, like, okay, like, I'm good. They don't have to worry about me. I like that That's feeling, and like, I don't want to. Bur- I would never want to burden my daddy like that, especially knowing that he already has other shit to worry about. I would not want to burden him in that way, and I—that is my plan not to. I don't care if I live on a fucking bridge or go to show to the shelter or a- give me a nice, dirty refrigerator box. I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. All right, well, I don't know how much I drifted, but whatever. So, Hendricks, what is your thought process? Because I know we had very different experiences growing up.
1: Well, I mean, I'm actually going to keep mine a little short, but I do agree that a lot of times males are cuddled. I know a lot of males that were cuddled. I was not particularly cuddled, per se. Um, When I got out of high school, I went to work because we needed help. My father was not in a great position in his life with his addictions and his demons and everything so my mom was the the breadwinner for a while and i couldn't even visualize um school you know what i'm saying i just wanted to get out of high school as fast as possible because i needed to work not only to help you know what i'm saying help my mom out but as well i just wanted to get the fuck away like that was my goal. My goal was to just go, but you know, circumstances happened, and that didn't that didn't plan out. You know, that didn't go the way I planned it out, and I ended up staying for a while, a while. But at the same time, you know, my sister she went to school. So she graduated from high school. She went to college. You know, she took as long as she needed to take to get done with college. And, you know, she, she came back and she's just like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to find something in, in my field, like the field that I graduated from. So like, well, that's not how that shit works. Like, it's not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, coming out of high school, you know what I'm saying? I took whatever field was available because I ate money. Like, you, you don't just, you don't sit. Like, I went through a period of unemployment and I wanted to kill myself because I had Never, not worked like I never, you know what I'm saying. Even thought about having to have to depend on somebody else as far as like money because you are adult. You control, you know what I'm saying. You control the situation. It's it, you can't. No, you grown as fuck. I'm not asking. I I rarely, I rarely even <laughs> want. No, I'm saying I I, I, don't, I don't like asking people for shit in general. Let alone money. Cause everybody works hard for their money. You not, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you not. I'm not taking nothing. I don't want to take that out of people because I know how hard I work for my money. So you know what I'm saying? In that instance, I I do feel like it's a lot of trash as males that play the system because it's it's a I guess it's a mentality that is is hard for males. Like it's easy for females. Like, oh, females can get a job anywhere. Like females, I don't marks, know why people think that. Females, no, females my life. are more accepted. You know, y'all can just, you know, y'all get jobs because y'all look cute and shit like that. You know, we gotta work hard. Or we need that these qualifications the and shit like that. I've ever heard in my life. No, I, I, I completely agree with that. I'm just saying that's the that's the mindset. It's like, oh well. My- you know what i'm saying i i can only do certain stuff in like this field like i, I can only work with my hands they are not going to let me do like no telephone desk job even though it's a, i know a ton of dudes that work in call centers and stuff yeah, like that no
0: i feel like a lot of it is excuses like a lot of that is excuses like as far as we were saying about your sister i feel like that is not i feel like that's more normal that's more of like a normal response to graduate and it's kind of like the reality takes a minute to set in because like you went to school for four years and you're like you know i really want to work in my field my step sister went to the same thing whereas when she graduated it was just like you know i want to i have this degree and i want a job in this it took a while before she was like you know what I just need a job. All right, you just got to do what and you got And I got to that point. Like, I went through a lot of shit when I graduated. Like, my life was just in a really bad place. So, like, it was just a lot of shit on me at that time. But, like, I had the same thing. Like, just a whole bunch of... I feel like I was like, with that with stuff you were saying, it's not exclusive to, like, oh, I've been working my whole life. Because I had this idea of how my life was supposed to go in the yeah. sense of, like, I'm going to... Everything that I had planned for myself failed. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to get a job as a teacher's assistant. And pay for my apartment, and then I'm going to be in graduate school and all this stuff like that. My mom died. I found a GRE. I did not get a job. I did not get into grad school, and I wanted to get a job uh, almost a year later that I have now. And that's pretty much how things progressed but it's just like all the stuff that i have like when you graduate it like real life in adulthood slaps you in the face yeah. um so that's all like i kind of understand sister in that way like you do want that is how you feel initially like i pay all this money for this because i even still don't feel like that just because i'm not <laughs> using my degree i still feel like damn like i wasted my dad's money my time and everything he invested in me like in a lot of ways i still feel like a failure for it because i do not work in my field right. so i feel like it's definitely understandable what's your sister's going through. I don't think it's just no. no I mean, I don't. I
1: understand. I definitely understand. I don't look. That's not my situation to, to speak on. Like, I understand that sometimes it does take a minute for you to get your, you know, your bearings about yourself and understand that You know, this thing that we call life is not fucking friendly at all.
0: No, it's not.
1: It's not friendly at all. Like I said, that the way you know the way everything's played out for me, that wasn't my plan at all. I was going to Ball State to be a fucking physical therapist. But I understood that it was people I cared about that I couldn't just say, oh, well, fuck them.
0: I do feel like to a certain extent, and like this could be my own privilege speaking, and I try to tiptoe around stuff like that. So if you feel the need to comment on it or correct me or whatever the case may be, you can go right ahead. I do feel like even though I did not grow up in a single parent home. I really feel like mothers, whether it's a single-parent home, especially if it's a single-parent home, but I feel like in a lot of ways, I feel like that's why men are coddled. When you grow up with your mom and not your dad, mm. your mom kind of, like, babies you in a lot of ways. Like, you kind of just like, oh, you know, like, they actually treats you like the man she don't have. I know I'm offended somebody, mm. but I just feel like... It's almost like she babied her. Because my mom babied the fuck out of my brother. And was she married to my dad? Yes, for, for a ridiculous amount of time. I just feel like it's still like, it was just like, oh, well, you know, it's just, oh, it's just Chris. And she loved her boys. And my dad was like that about me, but in a way it was like more like a tough love. like And so, like, the, when you have a son and you baby them and coddle them and stuff like that, a lot of ways they become the niggas that you won't want. Yeah. And they become the low lives on your couch, and they become the uh, people that aren't hardworking and not this because all they know is you babying them, and you like, oh well, you know, da-da-da. and then, like they grew up around strong women, so they think women are strong enough to take yeah. care of them like their mama yeah, did.
1: Definitely, definitely, that that's that's definitely a really big issue
0: because it, that's what I feel like that's what happens. in like I like you have a daughter, and it's like you like, okay, well, I've been riding around and getting it. I'm a strong one i'm independent so you kind of just make her you force her to be you yeah. and then your son you take care of him and then you raise him to feel like he gotta be fucking taken care of that's my take on it psychologically no, that's, that's the
1: reality of the situation and that's what i feel like happens a lot
0: of times it's like okay well you raise your daughter to be strong independent that's why these they don't have that same expectations of, you know what I'm saying, of a son. Because, like, okay, yeah, yeah, no, know. Like, you know, oh, like, oh, you got a pregnant. I want my grandbaby to take care of you. He's like, bitch, your fast ass got pregnant, you dirty ass fucking hoe. You trifling ass, dumb ass bitch. Oh, dirty pussy hoe. Oh, my grandbaby, and wow. bring him over here and call her. I'm going to a call her. I'm going to get the girls, and I'm going to get him. That's that's a juxtaposition to your daughter getting pregnant to your son getting pregnant. I want you to look at yourself and ask you what the fuck you think is wrong with that scenario.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like the expectations on women are higher because I feel like people believe women can... It's weird Black Especially in the black community I feel like people believe That black women Have way more avenues To achieve greatness Than black men Like that whole Black men plight Being held down By the man, That whole bullshit Like yeah Which, is, which in, is
0: Ridiculously They fall ignorant. into
1: that trap And shit like that And
0: I do. I, I know black guys like that. Which I, I mean, which is it's really stupid because, like, to be black is already a struggle. To be a double minor by double minority in the sense of being a woman and being African American is something that no one else would understand ever. Yeah, ever, like, ever, you would know never the, be able to. Understand. I
1: know the struggles as a black man, but I've also seen the struggles of a black woman. So I'm objective enough to keep that in mind. Where I get to, oh well, it's hard. It's not. That hard you gotta do what the fuck you gotta do everybody's not gonna be fucking famous like you're not gonna everybody's not gonna be fucking Jay Z. Everybody's not gonna be LeBron. You have to have these avenues where you actually are intelligent about putting putting yourself in places to succeed. Like it's not, it's just not gonna. It's not. You know, everybody wasn't intended to be rich and famous and have all this luxury and all this shit. You shouldn't strive for that. You should strive to be the best you that you can possibly be. However, you go about doing that. That's
0: true. But yeah, so I guess the consensus, even with our different experiences, we can agree that. And cu- cu- not even culturally, but just like almost shit, not systematically either, because that's the wrong term. But in a general sense, yes, men are coddled. We coddle our sons, and we put pressure on our daughters to achieve, to be better than us, to be responsible, don't have kids, don't do this, get a good job, go to school. You know what I'm saying? It's just so much pressure that we put on women to have this certain level of achievement, especially nowadays. It's even more common, but it's been going on since I was a kid. Like I said, it was so much pressure put on me at a very young age that I knew what was supposed to happen. I knew what was to become in my life at a very young very young age. And I feel like my brothers never had that expectation put on them and they kinda of was just able to like just experience life more so like i i was put on a plan and it's like when that plan was not going as it was supposed to it consumed me and put me in a very dark place so i just feel like you just have to think about what you do to your kids as far as like with the pressures you put on them and then also it's the other route of being too lenient on them as well and not even making it seem like they have any responsibilities or you don't have any expectations for them and you just want them to do whatever but yeah so i definitely think that that is the case if you disagree or you want to add to this or share your experiences? You can do that by talking to us on our Facebook page or on Twitter at the Two AM Podcast. And also, again, you can also send us an email. We can chit chat. You know what I'm saying? Ask Two AM Podcast at gmail dot com. I really like this topic, so I'm really wanting to know other people's experiences. I've witnessed this in very many settings. I know a lot of families where you have women that are like successful or striving and achieving with like. Low life Older brothers Not doing nothing And shit Like I, I, a lot of My friends Or relatives yeah. And everything Has that like Random older brother that never did shit In their mama basement Kind of thing And you're just like Well yeah that's my brother You know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. It's so many it's Like you know but you, but you got the degrees And real jobs And you got your life Or got a family And kids And you go over for Christmas And he come out the basement That's when you are him So I mean Uh that's just the reality of a lot of people. Like, it's very common. It's so common. And it's really fucked up. But anyways, so that's going to wrap it up for the LNL topic for this week. Let us know what you think. Like I said, I'm very, um, very uh, excited about this topic. Like, we can definitely, let's talk.
1: I don't know. We we might have to discuss this further on a social media platform.
0: Yeah, because I really like this. But, mm-hmm. um, just Might
1: do... No, we're not doing Instagram. So Facebook or Twitter, live, one of the two.
0: Yeah, maybe. Oh, that's not a bad idea. So we'll say. all right. So Hendrix, what's grinding your gears this week?
1: What's grinding my gears this week is Mindy Kalen Okay. I have had a weird ass crush on Mindy Why for she grinding your gears then? the longest time. She she's pregnant. She like, like me? Oh. No, she's pregnant. Like this is? She waits until she's fucking thirty eight to get pregnant. Like, you know, I still had, still had like, this hope. That's a girl from the mini project? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You oh, know, weird, you know, awkward. My, t- my type. Definitely your type. My type. Oh, I,
0: mean, I don't think I'm awkward enough for
1: you. What? Yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah. it's
0: different levels of awkward. She's, like, super fucking weird.
1: I mean, her characters are super weird. Like, actually, her interviews and shit, she's pretty normal. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, she's pregnant, and I'm kind of... Congratulations. Upset. Congratulations. What Did She's um, married?
0: Yeah, she's married. Okay. Yeah. To an Indian guy?
1: I don't think so. I think she's dating a white guy.
0: Well, yep. That's... You know, they win at everything.
1: Okay. But, yeah, that was... Um, I think that was
0: it. Okay. Well, for me, what's grabbing my gears is everybody's thoughts, theories, and opinions on people's health. Um, I'm just, like... I was going to talk about this earlier when I was talking about, like, my, like, experiences is, like, me stopping to eat meat. I'm really, like... I don't like people that's like, oh, yes, I'm vegan and posting all this stuff and pictures of slaughterhouses and... I'm vegetarian, and don't eat meat. I'm not that person, so like I would never force my opinions, beliefs, or what I choose to do to myself on anybody else. I just not that I'm just not that person but in as a um to as a juxtaposition to that, I feel like I use that a lot word worked a lot this sh- episode, but whatever as a juxtaposition to that, I feel like so you got
1: I, trigger words that you use also
0: them? no, this is just this week. Mm-hmm. I think mine's changed weekly, but I just feel like I also don't want to hear people like well you know fuck that ain't no documentary gonna change my life past the stake like just leave people alone. Like, I know we live in a hypersensitive-ass society, but it's just like, if everybody just shut the fuck up, do what they want to do, and keep on pushing it, the world would be a much better place. <laughs> so, really, that's really where I'm at with it. Because it's just, okay. I don't want to be like, oh, well, you're vegetarian because you watched the movie. I'm vegetarian because I don't want to be fat. Meat makes me fat. And I am grown as fuck, and I do whatever the fuck I want to do, and I don't have to tell you shit. Mm. Good? capiche? Good answer? Cool. Um, mm-hmm. And you <laughs> can eat meat because meat is delicious. I know that. It is. But does it kind of make me feel like shit after I eat it? It does. Does my breath stink more when I was eating meat? Yes. I feel like I have, like, baby breath continuously because I don't eat meat. (laughs) It's a great thing when you don't put meat, carcasses, and shit in your body because it's, like, essentially it's just dead shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's dead flesh at the end of the day. And so, like, your breath smells way different when you eat meat. I just, like, kind of have come into this because I got, at this point now, almost four weeks meatless. And so I've definitely realized that it's, like, it's very different. So I mean, I don't have no problem. Eat meat. Don't eat meat. I'm definitely not that person. I'm just tired of all the think pieces and oh I I eat whatever fuck I want to. Fuck this movie or, you know, I I this I saw this movie and now I'm changing my whole life. I threw away all my food and I'm start like just shut up. Shut the <laughs> shut the fuck up. Nobody cares either way. Just keep it to yourself. And that's someone ask. Like all the only people I've shared it with is my family. Like I don't just sit there like on Facebook like, you know. Stop Another eating. day with no meat. Stop, meat. Stop eating that meat. Posting butcher pictures and telling people how it's pussing in your milk. Milk was delicious. Stop lying to people. Okay? <laughs> Jesus. Anyways. Yeah. I tell them where they can reach you at.
1: <laughs> you can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Nolie Hendrix. That's N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. Nolie Hendrix on Instagram and Twitter.
0: Um, you can reach me at K underscore in real life. Um, that's K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E you can reach me um on I G and on Twitter at that handle you can reach us on our Facebook page like I said earlier at um, the two AM podcast and also on Twitter let's talk talk some shit to us tell Hendrix how much you hate him I hate him too um and you can also email us again at two a.m podcast at gmail dot com soundcloud Thank you, Chance, for saving us. (laughs) SoundCloud, um, Stitcher, Pods and Color, shout out to We All Win, Potter and Family, um, Am I Missing Any Platforms, Um, Um, Podmosphere.
1: We actually are waiting confirmation from yet. We, and we try, that too. we're still trying to you know we're trying to give everybody opportunity to listen to us
0: definitely check it out check it out check it out itunes as well i don't know why i didn't say that that's like apple one. Podcasts. i don't okay. give a fuck anyways and <laughs> so lastly the mental health tip of the week it's not
1: lastly we'll continue
0: wait uh it is lastly what the fuck are you talking about
1: my quote of the week. Right, but that's week.
0: not a, it's not a fucking segment. that said any it last words. Segment. That's not a fucking segment. It you can't is. make yourself feel better. No, it's not.
1: It's a segment. It's not
0: a segment. Shut up anyways. Lastly, like the fuck I was saying. <laughs> the mental health <laughs> tip for the week. It's not last is all about time to yourself. All about getting the hindrance of your life. Shh. And being alone. <laughs> I'm joking. I Time to yourself is a coping strategy to promote healthy mental health. And so it is important to set aside time every day to allow yourself to relax and escape the stress of life. Give yourself a private mini vacation from everything going on around you. It's good to just kind of have some alone time. I know yesterday I was kind of in the mood. I'm actually still not fully recovered, but I'm just having like a really bad day and a really tough go at things. And I just needed to just just meditate and marinate. And my bullshit and my self loathing and all that bullshit, and just let it all happen. Um, I do want, I was about to say, I really do appreciate that this is kind of like an escape sometimes. Like, you know, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, you don't say stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm kind of going through and having a tough core things. Like, you don't want to say that because, like, who cares as far as like social media is like that. So, I'm like, this give me an opportunity to be like, well, bitch, you're listening to me, and I'm going to let you know that yeah. I fucking hate you, the world, and everybody else.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is definitely a good outlet for the shit that we go through on a regular basis because, yeah, it's only so much I can tell KC and so, so much she can tell me like all right I get it like I'm going through the same shit all right shit Jesus yeah see Talk that's why see that's why I'm talking
0: to him. no I'm so saying, we're at going the end through of the, the same <laughs> shit <laughs> so um yeah anyways I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week um and also just enjoy actually perfect amount of time to yourself listen to us every fucking week because that's what great time to yourself is all about you know what I'm saying entertaining yourself with like minded people that are like great awesome and like tons of fun well me not really Hendrix anyways any last words Hendrix? I was
1: gonna say I know you ain't talking about me oh no no
0: no 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 all if right. you want to um, off yourself if you're missing the lead scene you hear someone equally listen to Hendrix's voice Crawling in my skin. This was. Oh, please don't butcher words.
1: Anyways, last, last, lastly for this week.
0: No, that's not how it goes. Lastly.
1: The words that you speak become the house that you live in. So please be careful of what you put out on in this universe because you just might fucking get it.
0: Just don't talk. Talking is bad. Just shut up.
1: And with that, you bid you'll do
0: Bye, guys. All right, we'll check you out next week. Peace.